from the PMRC's Filthy 15. I'm proud to feature it here on your daily House of Hair cut. He's sided with you, always defending music and our constitutional rights. In fact, I'm involved with a graphic novel about these very issues that comes out later this month. You can pre-order He's Not Gonna Take It at Z2Comics.com. Now say it with me loud and proud. If it ain't metal, it's crap! See you on Monday. Hop on Joe Mama's Joyride. Weekdays beginning at 10 a.m. on Q100. Celebrating 10 years of saving rock and roll, one listener at a time.
Q-O-N Grayman. Who are you? Q100 Michigan. Northern Michigan's only place for rock and roll. A division of Blarney Stone Broadcasting. The news is brought to you by Iron Pig Smokehouse. The honest-to-God Northern Michigan barbecue joint open for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and just plain fun seven days a week. Find us on Facebook or visit ironpigsmoke.com. Michigan News Source, brought to you by WellConnect, your Michigan-made geothermal solution to high utility bills. Learn more at wellconnectsaves.com. For Michigan News Source, I'm Katie Hyde. The United Auto Workers National General Motors Council is meeting in Detroit today to vote on whether it will send its tentative agreement to its membership. GM and the union agreed to the deal Monday. The agreement includes a 25% wage increase over four years. New employees will see a 70% wage increase and the top wage will see a 33% increase. Same song, different verse. A special meeting in Flint to discuss a contract on waste services on Thursday was delayed due to infighting amongst council members. One Flint resident told WNEM the fighting has to stop. They need to come together or resign. They're hurting the residents. Another meeting has been scheduled for today at 530 at Brennan Senior Center. One of Michigan's most revered dates is November 15th. As hunters get ready for firearm deer season, Ron Rademacher reminds us about one of its traditions. He joins us from the back roads. Hey everybody, Ron Rademacher here out on the back roads. There are a few dates in Michigan that are as anticipated with more excitement than November 15th the first day of firearms deer season. A long-time tradition observed on that day is the dedication of the buck pole. Hunters will gather in Mancelona, as they have for years, to dedicate the Mancelona buck pole before heading out to camp. Find out more at michiganbackroads.com. Thank you, Ron. And a reminder that this weekend is the annual fallback time change. And with that, local fire departments are reminding you to change the batteries in your smoke detectors. In addition, make sure you've installed carbon monoxide detectors in your home. Officials say one detector should be on every level of your home. Need more news throughout the day? Visit michigannewsource.com. I'm Katie Hyde. The cost of heating and cooling your home seems to be going up every year, and you know it. But there's something you can do. With the WellConnect Hybrid Geothermal System, you can cut your utility costs by hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars a year. How? If you have a well in your yard and use propane, natural gas, heating oil, or even wood, the patented WellConnect system could save you a ton of money. That's right, your well is the renewable green energy source for your WellConnect hybrid geothermal system, delivering a state-of-the-art heat pump usually in less than a day. WellConnect is the Michigan-made solution to cutting your utility bills. In the last year, WellConnect reduced propane consumption by a million gallons, saving Michigan homeowners over $1 million. Get connected to WellConnect right now, and you can still qualify for a 30% federal tax credit and utility rebates, but they won't be here forever. Find out more right now. Visit WellConnectSaves.com, WellConnectSaves.com, or call 989-356-2113. WellConnect. Good morning, Northern Michigan. Welcome to Northern Focus on Q100. It's brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Do something today for your future that you can be proud of and visit kirtland.edu, Michigan's finest educational website. We always start the program with somebody from Kirtland. As usual, it's Matt Rice. Matthew, how are you? 
Doing good. How about you? Good, good. So what's happening in Kirtland world? Well, as of November 1st, our winter semester has opened for registration. Okay. So you are able to log on to Kirtland.edu, schedule your appointments for advisors, and start getting registered for those classes for winter semester. Um, it's pretty big. Uh, just like usual, when we open it, seats start filling up. Right. It's, because we have your current stu- you have your current students filling up for their classes for winter semester, and then we have those new applicants. You know, we mention it time and time again. You know, those kids that they came out of high school, they were burned out, maybe went away. Their friends are coming home for Thanksgiving break. Their friends came home for Halloween. Heard all the cool stories about college, so now they're jumping on the wagon. That's and good. To get in. Yep. And the good thing about Kirtland that um, really separates us from four year schools is, you know, your traditional schools you kind of got to start in the fall. They only let you take classes in the oh, certain classes in the winter right. if you begin in the fall. Right. At Kirtland, you can start your program in the winter. You don't have to start it in the fall every single year. So you can get in on programs that maybe you've been teetering on right now. Um, there's a couple rooms left in the um, in the student housing as well. Yep, and student housing. Uh, some uh, applications for student housing are going to open soon as we return. So first of January, those applications. Oh, okay. Open so up. you can't apply for housing right now. Not for right the... now. Okay. No. Um, there are special circumstances. You're more than happy to call our uh, admissions and our student housing director. Okay. And talk to them about that. But for right now, you know, especially when we open up the application, we'll let everybody know, and that's the time to apply. Gotcha. Yeah. The. Um, uh, you're right about that. A, a lot of kids, when they first get out of high school, um, don't know at all what they want to do. No. Um, maybe maybe they, uh, they're still living at home. Maybe they took a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, and then the other kids that come back go, uh, yeah, this is way better than I thought it was. You know, college, the yep. college experience. So having that opportunity right in our backyard here for all the people that are listening, whether it's a stu- you know somebody that's looking to get into college or or their parents, um, now is the time to check it out. And you know we say it over and over and over again, Matt. The admissions department and the advisors are so helpful, so yes. easy to talk to, and, and and talk about you know they don't they don't just answer the phone and go, yeah, we'll sign you up for school. What are your interests? You know, have you thought about a career? We have career counseling right here. No, absolutely. They do a great job at building a profile for every single student or every single, we'll say, prospect that even gives us a ring. Even if they just have an inkling, well, I don't know what to do, but I kind of have my interests here. Right. They will build out a academic ladder for whatever you tell them you're interested in and put it right in front of you black and white you know it's not okay well here's your gen edge you gotta knock these out and then here's some other classes that you have to knock out that really have nothing to do with your degree no they will build out your recommendations and all that for you so that when you start at Kirtland, you know exactly what you have to take in order to finish the program you want I mean, there's nothing wrong with, you know, CMU or Michigan State or whatever, but a lot of those bigger institutions are very cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this is this this is the way we do it at CMU. This is not at Kirtland. You know, we do it your way. We're like Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, absolutely. And another thing about our admissions team and our advisors is, you know, you talk about those big traditional four-year schools. You went to one. I went to one. Yep. You know, it would take me almost three weeks to get into my advisor's office and even then it might be mostly through email here hey here's your schedule for next semester have questions reply back to me and we'll set an appointment that's not the case right 
we actually we didn't have email when I was in college, by the way, man. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know that's not the case with our advisors. Our advisors actually want to sit down with you each and every time you register for classes, and they give you options. Right. The thing about Kirtland is you don't have to attend face to face for everything. We have a lot of online programs. Right. You can stay in the comfort of your home and still complete the certificate or associate degree or trade program of well, not trade programs, but certificate or associate degree of your choice. Right. Yeah. The trade programs. I'm sorry. Those are hand on. Yeah, want, there's I, not a lot we can do about that. I think you want them to be hands on. <laughs> yes, yes, it's kind of important. Um, yeah. But there are classes still for the trade programs that you can take online as far as coursework goes. But yes, a large portion of that is done in the shops. Hey, I wanted to ask you how the open house went for the surge tech thing. Surge tech went well. We had a lot of people come in. You know, it was it was a good thing because something like that. It really drawed the people that were interested in the program. Good. Not interested in a lot of programs, but that program. Yeah. So it was a lot it was a good chance for them to see the spaces, see the offices, ask questions to the director, Nicole Clausen herself, and get answers they want. And Nicole said she actually saw a lot of kids that were already in the health science pool. Yeah also attend so you know these are kids that are taking classes that could transfer into nursing could transfer into cardiac sonography could transfer into medical assistant all of these classes but they hadn't picked a path yet but they also came into the open house to see search tech so that's real nice just very briefly because this stuff touches your life sometimes so we have a a friend who had a, uh, a a huge heart attack on Mackinac Island a couple weeks ago okay. and they had to medevac him two months and and uh, they put two stints in, and that is a surgical tech yep. procedure. You know, they go in through uh, near your uh, kidneys and and ro- uh, send in the uh, the little surgical device and a camera to watch the whole thing. That's what the surge tech does. No, absolutely. Yeah. And, we, and we have technology that actually shows that procedure. Yeah. But yeah, people realize don't realize that surgical technolo- technologists are involved in every single operation yeah. that a doctor does. Mm-hmm. And they have ridiculous sign-on bonuses. Anywhere from twenty to $30,000 in the state of Michigan. Yeah. I mean, if I could get twenty or $30,000 when I start a job... I'm more likely to take that job over something than I'm going to work my way up to. Yeah, talk about, I mean, if you did that, you would have already paid for everything that would a Kirtland would have cost you your two years by leaps and bounds. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you would pay for everything you had, which, by the way, we between scholarships and financial opportunities that we offer to students, you're going to have to pay very little, if nothing at all. Yeah. But then also you're going to have extra change left over to build that savings, to build, make that purchase of a new car. Don't gra- you're not graduating with a huge amount of college debt. Exactly. It's one of the biggest, big concern. One of the biggest problems in the United States. Matthew Rice from Kirtland Community College, thanks for joining us on Northern Focus, and thanks for hosting this program. As always, thank you. All right, we'll be back after these words from our fine partners. On Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College, goodies in the green room come from Bay Bread Company on Randolph Street in downtown Traverse City. They're baking their buns off for you. Right now at the Comfort Centers, save $900 on a Serta iComfort latex mattress with an adjustable base. Serta's iComfort eco-friendly line also includes quilted hybrids, memory foam, and gel foam. Automatically save $200 on any iComfort queen mattress in firm, medium, soft, and everything in between. They have a bed for everyone. In stock and ready for immediate delivery or pickup. Comfort Centers, providing high-quality comfort in all price ranges for almost 50 years. In Grayland, Gaylord, and Prudenville. Calling all hunters. Q100 Michigan and Fabiano Brothers present the Bushlight Virtual Buck Pole. 
Show us your buck and you could win big. Post a photo of your buck at the Q100 Michigan page on Facebook by noon December 1st. Every Friday afternoon, JC will announce two weekly qualifiers who will score a cool Bushlight swag pack. Plus, be entered to win the grand prize, a Bushlight cooler from Fabiano Brothers worth nearly 250 bucks. Then JC will announce the grand prize winner December 1st. You must be 21 or older to participate. So show us your buck to win great prizes from Fabiano Brothers and Bush Light. Post a photo of your buck at the Q100 Michigan page on Facebook. For contest details and complete rules, go to Q100Michigan.com. The Bush Light Virtual Buck Poll, brought to you by Fabiano Brothers and Q100 Michigan. Simply the best for more than 10 years. Welcome back to Northern Focus. Yes, hunters, get those photos in on our Facebook page. The prizes that we're giving from Fabiano Brothers at random for any of the uh, the photos with your uh, your brand new kill uh, is well worth it. Welcome back to Northern Focus. Uh, Jerry Coyne in studio with the the director and the former director of the Crawford County Commission on Aging, Alice Snyder and Sherry Hay. Good morning, girls. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. All right. Take it away. <laughs> Take, I, we were talking off air. We got two directors, so direct me. What, where, 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 where are we going today? Be very careful with you say that. I, it's okay. You know, uh, I don't know if you know this, but we're 50 years old. Yes. 2023, 1973 is when the um, Crawford County Commission on Aging was um, established yeah. and launched by the county. Now, there's a whole bunch of history before that. Um, our first Nobody ever got old before that. <laughs> right, 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 right. So we actually had the first director was way involved before that. And Sherry um, has been all this year been doing a lot of research. Um, into our history and trying to, we're trying to put something together uh, in written format. In our Senior Gazette, we've been doing stories all year. Oh. Um, and next Tuesday, we're going to have a 50th wedding, uh, 50 wedding, wedding. 50th anniversary party. Um, so, yeah, so Sherry has been really digging up some stories. Yes. It's been very interesting because when Alice and I talked about this in the spring, um, I said, yeah, I'd like to do that. I'm a history ancestry type person. Okay. I can look into that. And then I started looking into it and came to a very brick wall really quick because a lot of the previous information, minutes and things from back in the 70s and 80s had been lost in a flood Oh, in the oh. basement. Yeah. So there really wasn't a lot of information from that era. Right. So thanks to the Devereaux Memorial Crawford County Library. I know those folks. Yes. Yeah. They have digitalized um, years and years really? and years of avalanches. There so you go. I just started going back, looking through the avalanches, and found a whole bunch of information. It, 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 here's a question out of the blue, and if you don't have the answer, that's fine. But like, who is the oldest person in Grayling right now? Do you know? We have several that are over a hundred. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Yes, I couldn't uh, name them well, off. You you might not want to name them. Yes, but, but we uh, have more than one. Okay. Yep. And there's also one of the ladies who's not a hundred yet, but working on it, that has been involved with the council and commission on aging. For the, the mother of, we call her the mother of Frederick. 
That's Eva Halbert. Okay. So she's been dealing with this for like 40 years, 45 years. Oh, probably even longer. Yeah, probably that's, that's, even longer than yeah. that. That's fantastic. So when are you going to have the anniversary party? So the anniversary party is next Tuesday oh, okay. um, from 4 to 7. And so we've got um, our nutrition manager, Kate's got great hors d'oeuvres ready to serve. Um, we're having a meatloaf dinner that night, too, so you can have dinner. And then at 6 o'clock, we've got a panel um, of historians for the Commission on Aging. Uh, Joe Wakely, our retired county treasurer. Sure. Um, he was around in the beginning of the COA, and he's going to talk about that. And, of course, Sherry. Um, and I will be there. Barb Selesky okay. um, is a longtime uh, board member and advocate for the Commission on Aging. And then the mother of Frederick, Eva. We can't do it without Eva. Uh, Ann Doty has been a longtime volunteer um, and has brought a lot to the Commission Yeah, we've had Doty well. in before. Yeah. Yep. And mm -hmm. so we're all going to be on a panel and just talk about the good old days. And then dream about the future. Yeah, because uh, the construction is ongoing right now yes. for the new center. Yep. What do we have? Uh, how's the construction going? Do we ha do we have a tentative? We don't have a move-in date, okay. but we know it's going to be early 2024. Oh, okay. So, we are anxious to get in. Yeah. So um, they're doing the floors right now, so six, we know it's getting six, close. Possibly six months away. Oh, I'm hoping less than six. Yeah. Months. Okay. <laughs> Two weeks. No, no. We're not ready in two I weeks. I remember the money pit. We two get, weeks. Yeah, we, when will you be finished? Two weeks. we got to get the front doors on there. <laughs> Biggest problem right now is like everywhere else, you're trying to get parts. Mm -hmm. I know. You know, that supply chain stuff. Uh, also, though, one of the big things that's on uh, everybody's future, including my own, open enrollment, Medicare, Medicaid. I, you know, I turned the big 65. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. So you need to, uh, Tammy Finley is our FSC um, person. Yep. And she is taking appointments right now for Medicare open enrollment. So be sure to review, um, either do it yourself online at medicare.gov or call Tammy if you need some help. Um, and you got Plan B plans. and Part C and, and a lot of the, um, yeah. There's a lot of. It's not just as easy as is answering that uh, that little card that they send you in the mail. Right. 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 Yep. Yep. So be sure to take a look at that before December eighth. Something seventh eighth. I think it's yeah. December eighth. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So how do you make an appointment with Tammy? Uh, you want to just call the office at nine eight nine. Three four eight seven one two three. Yeah, I and love then, that uh, number. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, don't forget to come to the fiftieth anniversary party and have some hors d'oeuvres and look at old um, old pictures. We have a lot of uh, Eva has saved a lot of old pictures for us too. Very cool. Well, thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Alice. You're welcome. Directing, you. uh, directing us older, elderly folks <laughs> into our bright new future. That's right. Okay. It's only just the beginning. Yes. All right, Tuesday. We will we'll continue to mention that here on uh, on the on Q100. Thanks. All right. Thank you. We'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room come from Bay Bread Company in downtown Traverse City. They're baking their buns off for you. This is Kevin Johnson, president of Johnson's Propane. We are a locally owned and operated business since 1954 here in northern Michigan. We have been ranked number one by People's Choice for northern Michigan's propane supplier year in and year out, thanks to our loyal customers. We want to invite any homeowner to give us a call for our switch-out special. Here at Johnson's Propane, safety is our number one priority because we have families too. Visit us at johnsonspropane.com or like us on Facebook for our weekly promotions and specials. Johnson's Propane, a name you can trust. 
Tune in to the Roadrunners Request Fest weekend, and I'll satisfy one lucky listener at the Bird Feeder twice each day with a gift card to a great local eatery. Be the correct caller when I throw out the feed, and I'll make you a winner. This weekend, win a $20 gift certificate from Mishaway in the Woods. Located in Gaylord, for Inspired Dining, it's Mishaway. Dine in or carry out. View their nightly specials at Mishaway.com. Q100 Michigan, simply the best. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Sherry Coyne live in studio with our buddy Steve from the Levin Frog Band. We must be close to Veterans Day, Steve, because that's when you always are rolling in here. Yes, we are definitely closing in on the Veterans Day show. Little little different setup this year. You're playing down in West Branch. Yes, yes. We actually came back to our hometown this year. Um, what happened was... is. Um, Last year when we were playing, a few of the other places had changed around. They decided they were going to do their own veteran show, and so we thank them for all their help. Sure, you guys were you know, we did, did that in, in Alpena for... Yeah, seven years. Yeah, I was going to say. And uh, we thought it's time to bring it home. So Good. this year we went to West Branch, and we, you know, between that and Skidway, and it's doing really well. Uh, people have really responded to it, and I'm pretty happy about it. And it, it makes it nice and convenient, you know, to be a little uh, to do something in your own town for a bit. So, what what location and date are you playing in West Branch? All right. Well, we are going to be uh, on November 10th. I always do it on Veterans Weekend. Right. So, November 10th, or as close as I can get, the 10th of uh, November from seven to midnight, I'm going to be at Loggers Depot in West Branch, and then on Saturday. From uh, 8 to midnight, we are going to be at Kimmy's Pub and Grub. Uh, this year, I've got a lot of uh, cash cans out. I've got a lot of boxes for donated items. Uh, I've got like 14. Kimmy's Pub and Grub, that's on Skidway Lake. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, and of course, you know, all the items have to be new, but we're yep. looking for stuff for the guys down at the VA. We take all the stuff down there. Like, there's underwear of- and jammies and socks and, yes. you know, boring stuff. <laughs> Mouthwash and yeah. uh, shave lotion. And uh, shoes are a really big concern for them. Anything of size seven and up is uh, what they're really looking for this year. Okay. So, uh, I so kinda- stop in at Walmart and, you know, and, and spend a few bucks and. And then bring it to Loggers Depot or, or the Kimmy's Pub and Grub in Skidway Lake. Yeah, and there's actually uh, uh, there are actually uh, twelve boxes out at different locations. If you go on to the Lemon Frog Facebook, uh, you can look on there, and it has all the information that you could possibly want. Uh, tells you where all the cans are, tells you where all the donated items are, and uh, boxes at least. And then you can go and figure out, you know, like Family Dollar, buy a pair of shoes for five, six dollars, and throw them in there. <laughs> Yeah. Now, how many years have you been doing? It's been longer than seven. This is actually this is our eighth year on our own. Uh, we've been doing this for probably over a decade with some other organizations, right? And then we just kind of decided to, you know, let's try to do something on our own and see if we what we can't do, right? And uh, year to date, I'm proud to say that uh, we've got a letter from the VA that we actually raised $18,000 in uh, the past seven years and donated items. That is fantastic stuff, Steve. And then every year we also have a vet that we get specifically from the VA, right. the guys that, that fell through the cracks, guys they can't help, and the guys they don't have enough money for. And uh, we try to raise enough money to at least get him first and last month's rent and into a, into a place. 
And that's why the, the cans are around. So go to a Lemon Frog Band on Facebook and find out where those cans are. But more importantly, if you can, go see them perform. They're a blast. November 10th at Loggers Depot and November 11th at Kimmy's Pub and Grub in Skidway Lake. Correct. All right, Steve, thanks a bunch, buddy. Thank you. You have a good day. All right. Thank you for your service, not only to our country, but to your fellow vets. Appreciate it. All right. We'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room. Come from Bay Bread Company in downtown Traverse City on Randolph Street. T.J. Miller is coming to the Traverse City Comedy Club Friday and Saturday, November 17th and 18th. T.J. has lit up the screen in the Deadpool movies and Office Christmas movie and selling out clubs and theaters across the nation. T.J. is that rare act that will have you rolling with laughter from the moment he hits the stage. These epic nights are sure to sell out, so get them today at TraverseCityComedyClub.com and see the outstanding schedule of comedians coming each week, including John Heffron and Aaron Jackson. TraverseCityComedyClub.com even with Medicare, health care is costly. If you are a low-income Medicare beneficiary or have a disability, the Michigan Medicare Assistance Program, MAP, can help. MAP is a free, unbiased resource that can connect you to Medicare programs that can help you save on prescriptions and medical costs. Let MAP guide you. Learn more at mmapsavings.org. Brought to you by the Michigan Medicare Assistance Program and the Michigan Association of Broadcasters. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Portions of today's program were pre-recorded, but I'm live in studio with Chad Patterson. Uh, Chatterson in the morning also uh, likes to perform in in and around the area. What's happening there, Chad? Well, on Thursday, November 9th, we'll, we will be at the Artisan Village, the Osable Artisan Village, downtown Grayling, right next to Paddlehard. And we will be doing an improv show that will benefit Toys for Tots. Of course, when Terry and Julie, you know, ask you for something, you do it, and uh, they are two wonderful women. And Toys for Tots is a great cause. And my improv troupe, Gids and Shiggles, has been performing for almost six years now. We've raised over twenty thousand dollars in the last six years uh for different organizations and uh, we did a choice for todd show last november and we raised over five hundred dollars and we'd like to do that again this year so when is that it is november 9th thursday from six to eight i would come early we usually get around uh, 80 to 100 people in yep. that little gallery and uh, don't tell the fire chief but um it is uh <laughs> it Ooh. is an absolute blast. We do a lot of uh, whose line is it anyway type games. I host it. I'm kind of the Drew Carey of it, and I have uh, great for great performers: Joe Lagatuda, Jordan Alt, uh, Landon Rock, our 17 year old senior stud. I mean, he is uh, kind of the star of the show lately. Rachel Wilson, uh, Kevin Jansen is one of the original members. Mary Goodhall. John Baywall and Abby Ertel, and uh, we just have a blast. I mean, it's a, it's a good time. I mean, a lot of people have seen the show Whose Line Is In Anyway, know about Second City, and a lot of those activities are what we do. Now, like you said, you've been doing it for seven years, and it's been a consistent, uh, entertaining uh, staple Absolutely. here. And uh, as you said, it always gets big crowds, always gets big laughs. And um, uh, especially this year for Toys for Tots, since there is the Marines are not 
coming up with uh, money or toys for a lot of the organizations. But here in Grayling, I also heard the same thing for the Traverse City Toys for Tots. So there's going to be a little bit more pressure on giving from the locals like ourselves. Yes, and what's cool about our shows is there's no admission cost. You just come in, we pass a hat at the end of the show, and we collect the cash from you. Whatever you can give is great. You get a great night of entertainment. Paddle Heart is right there. You can bring drinks over to the gallery. Yep. You can bring food over to the gallery. And you can also, if you don't have uh, cash, uh, bring a wrap toy. We'll have a box right there. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's a great time for a great cause. Two hours of just pure laughter, pure fun. And uh, have a blast with us and uh, do and, some and do uh, some for, for toys for tots. Yeah. 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 All right, Chad. That is a great information. Thanks for doing that. And I know toys for tots uh, truly appreciates it. All right. Thank you. Yes. For having me. Okay. We will be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room come from Bay Bread Company in downtown Trevor City on Randolph Street. They're baking their buns off for you. Stop by Tinker's Junction this weekend for Northern Michigan's best live entertainment with food and fun and a menu that's second to none at Tinker's Junction. Hey everybody, it's Katie and guess what we've got happening this weekend. Friday night, DJ Karaoke with Eagle Entertainment. And Saturday, hometown favorites, Todd and TJ take the stage with Aldrich, 8 to 11. Come on out and see us only at Tinker's. Right at the junction of M72 and M93. Go to Tinker's Junction on Facebook. They're Northern Michigan's number one hotspot. I hate getting out of bed when it's still dark. It's just not natural. <laughs> Fall back this weekend, Q-Nation. This reminder is brought to you by Wexford Jewelers, Northern Michigan's favorite jeweler. Are you ready to take the next steps towards your dream career? Then Kirtland Community College's transfer programs are here for you. We are the affordable option to higher education. At Kirtland, you can complete two years of general education coursework for a fraction of the cost. You'll save money without compromising on quality education. Say goodbye to those large first-year lecture halls where you barely know your professors. Our small class sizes mean you'll have the direct connections with caring and highly qualified instructors who are committed to your success. Kickstart your future with countless options to choose from. Enroll in Kirtland's transfer programs today and finish at any state, college, or university of your choice. Visit kirtland.edu or give us a call at 989-275-5000 to learn more. Kirtland Community College. Discover you. T.J. Miller is coming to the Traverse City Comedy Club Friday and Saturday, November 17th and 18th. T.J. has lit up the screen in the Deadpool movies and Office Christmas movie and selling out clubs and theaters across the nation. T.J. is that rare act that will have you rolling with laughter from the moment he hits the stage. These epic nights are sure to sell out, so get them today at TraverseCityComedyClub.com and see the outstanding schedule of comedians coming each week, including John Heffron and Aaron Jackson. TraverseCityComedyClub.com Jerry Coyne in studio with Stuart Lazar from the Traverse City Comedy Club. Stuart, a very, very funny lady coming into the club tonight and tomorrow. Erin Jackson, tell our audience just a bit about her. 
Yeah, she is wonderful. She is a rising star coming out of New York City. She's been on a whole bunch of late-night shows. She's been on uh, a couple of different cable shows, and uh, she is just hysterical. Very, very smart, smart comedy. Um, You know, there's all different kinds of comedy, but her observational humor is just top-notch. You know, I I listen to her stuff, and she is an African-American woman, and I relate to some of the things that she says. I mean, she talks about politics, and she talks about dating, and she has uh, uh, observations about every different area of life, and it is just laugh a minute. It's you know, it's another one of those instances, and I and I don't want to sound trite, but th- this is a rare opportunity. This girl is going to be huge. She's already right there. So the chances of seeing her in an intimate space like the Traverse City Comedy Club, this is probably going to be it. Yeah, I mean, I I think one of the things about seeing uh, comics at a comedy club, it is so different than going to uh, an arena. Sure, you know, you're uh, even if if you have the worst seat in the house, you're not more than thirty feet away from the comics. They walk by you to get to the stage. They walk by you to get off of the stage. And you know, if you look close enough, you could see them sweat. And uh, <laughs> you know, you could you could go to a show at the Fox and sweat and, like Jim Harbaugh. Uh, I, yeah, we'll stay away from that this week. I, I will reserve judgment All on right. that. Stuart's a huge Michigan fan, folks, so we've been talking about this a little bit. Anyways, um, yeah, uh, Aaron Jackson, and then next week, John Heffron. Uh, just uh, the hits just keep on coming at the TC Comedy Club. Well, yeah, you know John personally. Yeah. John has been around for we're, a long time. We're going to have John live in studio next week, so I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I, I consider John a friend. He's been to the club, I think, three times now, and uh, we really love him here. He is a Michigan guy who yep. made it big and went out to L.A., and now he moved back to Michigan, and he and his wife live uh, outside of Ann Arbor, and uh, they are just wonderful, wonderful people, and he is living his best life now, John is, and I'm, yeah. I, I'm jealous of him. But uh, uh, get your tickets for Aaron Jackson uh, today or tomorrow, and you can buy them in advance for John. He's certain to be a sellout as well. And uh, go to TC Com- uh, TraverseCityComedyClub.com and uh, take a look at the rest of the schedule because it's dynamite. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen our billboard, Jerry, but we've got a billboard out on uh, South Airport at Cass uh, for T.J. Miller, Miller, who's coming in two weeks, yep. and uh, he is another one. You know, you don't get to see him in a small venue very often, and uh, he is someone who has made it and, and continues oh, yeah. to Movie shine. Movie star and just a very, very funny guy. That's certain to sell out. What's the date of T.J.? He is coming two weeks uh, from uh, today, so the 17th and the 18th. Okay. And uh, like I said, I mean, he is another one I am looking for. I know ticket to sales meet. have been pretty strong. Yeah, yeah, we're doing well. And uh, it's really nice to see the response. I mean, you know, you look outside on a day like today and uh, <laughs> it's cold. And, uh, you know, uh, now is when the Comedy Club really starts to shine. These are our months. You know, people don't want to be outside and on the water in their boat That's right. anymore. And uh, it's a great place. We've got uh, great heat and something good to eat. And, and uh, uh, a really nice flight drink. 
drinks. of bourbons, you know. Uh, that <laughs> we do, we do, yes. we do. So it's a it's a really good time. So I'm looking forward to the next couple of months. All right, Stuart Lazar from Traverse City Comedy Club. Thanks for joining us on Northern Focus. Thanks, Jerry. All right, we'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the green room come from Bay Bread Company on Randolph Street. They're they're baking their buns off for you. Are you a high school junior or senior looking to get ahead? Kirtland Community College has the perfect solution for you. Imagine completing several college credits before even graduating from high school. Thanks to Kirtland's dual enrollment options, it's now possible. You can take online classes from the comfort of your home, attend in-person classes on our campuses, or even study college courses right in your high school classroom. Our dedicated Kirtland faculty teach college-level courses at several local high schools. If you're eager to fast-track your education, check out our early middle college agreements with schools like Fairview and Atlanta and the core and immediate school district. Seize the opportunity to get a head start on your future with Kirtland's dual enrollment options. Visit our website at kirtland.edu or give us a call now at 989-275-5000 to learn more. Kirtland Community College. Discover you. If it gets dark any earlier, I'm just not going to get up at all. Don't forget to set your clocks back this weekend, Q Nation. This reminder is brought to you by Wexford Jewelers, Northern Michigan's favorite jeweler. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Jerry Coyne is on the phone with Heather Nyhaus, who is the director of the West Branch Area Chamber of Commerce. Good morning, Heather. How are you? I'm doing just fabulous. How are you? Well, I'm great. You know, we were just talking before we started recording this that here we are at the holidays already. It's really gotten here quickly, hasn't it? It sure has. It sure has. We actually um, we have a, a light pole decorating contest going on right now, and um, we have a lot of festive poles that were decorated. And you can vote for your favorite People's Choice light pole by, by November 7th at noon. So you can go onto the Chamber's Facebook page and vote right now and see all the fabulous light poles that were decorated. Wow, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're, they're really neat. Um, there's fall, there's some different uh, themes, and uh, they really put in a lot of work, all these businesses. So make sure you go check them out. Or stop by West Branch and look at them in person at the foot of different poles. Oh, so you have all of them online as well so people can look at the photos or go see them in person. Yep, we sure do. Good idea. Yeah, a lot of people put a lot of businesses put a lot of work into it, so they're they're pretty neat. Speaking of businesses, you have a business after hours coming up. We do. We have a business after hours coming up on November sixteenth, um, and it will be at the Ford's Conference Center. And they're rolling out some new things at the Ford Conference Center. So. Um, Come stop by from 4.30 to 6 up at the Ford Conference Center, and you'll see some new things that are rolled out. Okay. Um, those are always fun, especially as we get close to the holidays as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. And they're just a great way to meet people and um, come enjoy some food and, and drinks and, and enjoy the business after hours. Right. What else is happening in West Branch? Well, we're super excited. We're bringing back the Santa train this year. And uh, that will be on December 2nd. And the Santa train will be in West Branch uh, from 11 to 12. And uh, it'll be right down at the tracks. And it'll be Santa 
and Miss Claus and friends. Uh, there's more details going to be posted on our website, and I'll tell you the website as soon as I tell you about a couple other things going on. Okay. That same night, yeah, that same day of, on December 2nd is also the, the West Branch Art Walk and Wine Tasting event, um, okay. downtown West Branch, where you can go visit local businesses, sample some wine, um, and just check out our downtown. And that's and the local art. Um, it's a pretty, pretty big event, and that's going to go from 5 to 9 p.m. that same day as the Santa train. Okay. And then we have the Christmas Light Parade, um, which will be on December 9th, that next Saturday. And that's at 7 p.m. down Houghton Avenue. If you would like to be a parade entry into the Christmas Light Parade, we'll have all that on our website, which is www.wbacc.com. Yeah, wbacc.com. West Branch Area Chamber of Commerce. Heather, did we catch it all? I think so at the moment. Uh, small business season, and uh, there's Small Business Saturday coming up on the right. 25th. So make sure you shop and eat locally. And Small Business Season, uh, the Chambers has rolled those out. And so we're now through the end of this November, we're pushing to shop local. All right. Well, that's uh, the latest and greatest from the West Branch Area Chamber of Commerce. Heather Nyhouse, thanks for joining us on Northern Focus. And thank you, as always. All right. We'll be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the Green Room come from Bay Bread Company in downtown Traverse City on Randolph Street. They're baking their buns off for you. This month, skip the pumpkin spice latte and head right to the pumpkin pancakes at Moose and Stella's Cafe in Kalkaska. Take in the full flavor of fall with a big stack of pancakes that ooze with an explosion of pumpkin spice. Top it off with real local maple syrup. Yeah, now you're talking about a big taste of fall. This could be your new favorite place for breakfast with pumpkin pancakes. Get more at mooseandstellas.com. Moose and Stella's for up north flavor. Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Jerry Coyne is on the phone with Mike Rogers, who is running for the Republican Republican nomination for the Senate seat opening up here in 2024. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Jerry, it's great. I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for, uh, thanks for reaching out. No, uh, thanks for having your team reach out to us. Uh, we have a what I think is a pretty good political forum here on Northern Focus. We've had a ton of politicians here, from the governor to Jack Bergman to Gary Peters uh, and uh, Debbie Stabenow, whose seat that you would be attempting to get. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, not attempting, we're going to do it. Well, you know... Power of positive thinking. There James. you go. Well... You know, uh, Debbie's time has come and gone, and I think it's important for us to have Republican representation in the Senate for the state of Michigan. I always thought it was important to have one of each, uh, one Democrat and one Republican uh, in every Senate race, and uh, hopefully we can do that. Well, and that is important. If you think about the diverse voices across the state and the industries that feel get left out when you have only two Democrat representatives in the, in the Washington, uh, D.C., uh, and the very fact that, you know, if you don't have somebody thinking a little differently, you're going to run into trouble. And so for a very long time, we've only had two Democrats just talking to each other and their Democrat caucus and, and uh, you know, Chuck Schumer and the squad and all of those folks. 
think it's just time to have a different perspective in there to represent, fully more represent all of the people of Michigan and the challenges here. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, before we get to individual uh, topics here, all everybody talks about divisiveness in politics. And what what would you say about that? You've already been in the House of Representatives. What would you say your record was with working with folks across the aisle? Well, I did something pretty phenomenal uh, according to today's standards. When I was chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, I worked very, very well with my Democrat colleague. As a matter of fact, we hadn't had a budget passed through the committee in years because of the partisanship. And so when we sat down, he was a former prosecutor. I was an FBI, former FBI guy. We said, hey, listen, we ought to be able to figure this out. And we passed that bill every single year that I was chairman. And why that's important? Because during that time, think of this, height of the war, Right. Uh, the war on terrorism, I cut $7.5 billion out of a $78 billion budget because we were working together, we could find efficiencies, and we could get to an agreement on how we you know, stop the outrageous spending. Back then, if you just said the word terrorism, somebody show up at your house and you know, dump a truckload <laughs> of cash in your front yard in the intelligence business, and it was just you know, lots and lots and lots of waste. And you can't get to it unless you're willing and able to, to have a conversation across the aisle to actually get those good things done. Well, that is remarkable, uh, especially as we're sitting here and the House and Senate are trying to pass different budgets, which has proved to be impossible in the last four years. We just keep kicking it down the road. Um, and it, it's going to have to be a bipartisan effort, won't it? Well, the, the numbers just don't, don't bear it out. You get to do anything you want. You're going to have to have conversations across the aisle. It just has to happen. Now, my theory is if you got to make, you know, do your homework, make your case, and we have to start cutting the federal government. And actually, we have to restructure it. We have to modernize it. it none of those things have happened. And if you're going to do that, it's best to have somebody that understands how to do that, that doesn't need out-of-the-job training. And I left Congress in 2015 uh, on my own. I didn't have to stay. I just thought you weren't supposed to be there for 30 years. I spent Amen. 14 years in, in the House. Amen. Yeah, exactly. And, and as the Founding Fathers wanted us to do, they wanted us to come in and serve your country and go out and then come back in. Well, guess what? I looked at it and said, it's time for an adult and some Michigan common sense to go back to Washington, D.C. That's why I got back in it. Uh, and here's the interesting thing. It's all technology that I've been on, everything from quantum computers to cybersecurity uh, and uh, even a, an effort to try to figure out what China's doing to us technically. All of that is going to be really valuable business experience and have government experience walking in the front door uh, so we can get right after cutting things, making us energy independent, closing the border uh, quickly. I can have all those conversations, know who to talk to, how to talk to them, to get things done in the first week I'm there. Mike, uh, mentioning China and what they are doing to us, uh, do you mean from a cybersecurity standpoint, from an economic standpoint, from, you know, how much ownership of the United States they have? Short answer is yes, all of the above. Uh-huh. And so they have, China Communist Party has been very, very aggressive. They do uh, from economic warfare, they do it through intelligence, they do it from intellectual property theft. They have stole, stolen trillions of dollars of value from American businesses all across, including Michigan, by the way. 
and then repurpose that, that intellectual property and put it in a product and try to sell it back to us at half the price, um, it, they are being very, very aggressive. Matter of fact, the, our government is going to mandate in a few short years you must drive an electric car, Ugh. which, I, by the way, I think is crazy. It's ludicrous. And China knows this. Yeah, it's absolutely ludicrous. Eighty-five percent of all the processing that happens in that electric car uh, happens in China. Uh-huh. So what we're doing is we're mandating a product that you have to buy, the federal government is under Biden and his colleagues and allies in Congress, that you must buy, that 85% of it happens in China, which means they're going to control about one-seventh of our economy, the automobile industry, in a way that is not good for our economy, it's really not good for the environment, uh, and it's definitely not great for our national security. I mean, think of this, 500 pounds of critical minerals makes one electric vehicle. That same, 85% of that has to be processed in China. That same 500 pounds could make 90 hybrid vehicles and take 140 tons of CO2 out of the air every year. And by the way, that one EV takes four tons. So if you want to have an impact on carbon emissions, we're doing it wrong. If you want to have an impact on our national security, you don't send our manufacturing base over to China. That's wrong. And by the way, for the environment, you know how China's going to build all of these EVs and all of this processing? They're going to build 100 brand-new cold-fired yep. plants, yep. and they don't really care about emissions. And so, you know, we're absolutely shooting ourselves in the foot on this, and I don't understand why, and that's why I think you need that diverse voice in Washington, D.C., saying, hey, hold on a minute. This is not good for Michigan families. It's not good for our economy, and it's not good for our national security. Yeah, and, and, you know, the controversial battery plant that's going to be opened, uh, they're building in Goshen. I don't know if they've actually broke ground on it yet or not, but that technology is going to be Chinese technologies, and it, it, exactly what you said. They're going to sell it at a huge profit to the United States, not not giving it to us. They're not manufacturing it for us. No, oh, exactly right. Here's the worst part. So think of that. Remember, that still has to be processed in China. They're bringing Chinese uh, citizens who are beholden to the Chinese Communist Party in China, by the way, very close to our uh, our, our military base in Gaelic. Um and Grayling. Really? Yeah, Camp Grayling. And by the way, you paid for it. I know. You paid for it with your taxpayer dollars. Yeah. That's the craziest thing. Which took our money to give it to the Chinese Communist Party company that's going to take that money back to China to build a nuclear arsenal that's more modern than ours, they have. Build a bigger navy than ours, they have. Build, build a bigger army than ours, they have. What are we, it just makes no sense whatsoever. And we had to pay them to show up? Crazy. Yep. One last question about China. What do you think, wh when will they invade Taiwan? It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, isn't it? I, listen, the President Xi, the current president of China, who is basically president for life now, said that uh, he will do it before he leaves. Uh, he said that multiple times. So, and how they invade is going to be equally important. I mean, uh, what we can do here in the United States, we don't want a military conflict with China. Um, no. It, well, here's the best way for us to do it. Make Taiwan like a porcupine. You want to give them the training they need to defend themselves, the military armament so that they can defend themselves, and make it very, very costly for a Chinese invasion of Taiwan. Uh, and that's the best way we can help Taiwan, and we ought to be doing that, and we can do it. And to try to discourage China from 
putting you know Chinese Marines on boats going across the straits and invading Taiwan make it darn near impossible because of the high cost factor in both casualties and ordnance and other things. If we do that, we can we'll give Taiwan a, a fighting chance. If we dawdle about this and show very lack of resolution on this, you know, we're going to invite trouble, just like the way you see happening around the world today. We are inviting trouble. You're inviting uh, Hamas terrorists to do awful things. You're inviting Russia to be more aggressive. You're inviting Iran to find more proxies to fund to commit acts of terror. Uh, we just we have got to show the world that we're strong. We have the, the best military in the world. We're, and uh, by the way, we want you afraid of it. We just don't want to use it, but we will if we have to. So very briefly, because we don't have a lot of time left, you support our um, you support what we're doing in the Ukraine, and you support us supporting Israel in the Middle East. Uh, well, what I have said about Ukraine is uh, the president needs to present a plan. He has not. Right. You cannot just keep throwing money at this problem without coming to Congress and saying, here's our plan, here's how it ends. Right. Right. Or here's how we win. And right now, if you look what they're doing, you couldn't do this more wrong than the Biden administration is doing. They keep throwing money. Remember in the beginning, no airplanes because that would cause World War Three. Oh, I guess we'll give you airplanes. Yeah. No artillery because that we don't think you need it. Oh, I guess we'll give you artillery. No tanks because you won't need those. Oh, I guess we're going to give you tanks. You're either playing to push uh, Putin back in a box, which I think you need to send a message he cannot go into NATO territory, and I think you do that by allowing Ukrainians to defend themselves. Uh, but however, the way they're doing it, I'm not sure what their plan is. Playing not to lose is not a plan. No. So what I've said is, listen, you got to come and make the case about why this is important. You, make, you need to make it to the American people. And I thought it was not right for the President of the United States to use the Hamas terrorist attack to try to get his funding plan approved for Ukraine. Two separate issues, two separate kinds of weapons and things that they need. Really, I just thought it was really bad form because he's never justified what he's doing in Ukraine to the American people. It has to happen. Yeah, there are so many issues at play. Mike Rogers, uh, we'll have you back on the air again in the next few weeks. I think you have a lot of important things to say. And uh, how can people find out more about you or support your candidacy? Thank you so much. It's rogersforsenate.com. Love to hear from you. I'd love to get your support. If you leave a few, uh, you know, a few dimes on there, we'd appreciate that too. These things are expensive. And by the way, the Democrats are pouring money into the state like I've never seen before. They do not want to lose enough, uh, this Senate seat because it means control of the United States Senate in Washington, D.C. This is going to be one big race for the country. So RogersForSenate.com. Love to hear from you. Love to get you on board. Mike Rogers, thanks for joining us on Northern Focus. We will be back after these words from our fine partners on Q100's Northern Focus, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Goodies in the Green Room come from Bay Bread Company on Randolph Street in downtown Traverse City. Doctor, it was just the same old thing all the time. I just needed more variety, more spice. So, then what did you do? Oh, I tapped that app. App? Are you sure that's not a Freudian slip? No, but the Q100 Michigan app does have Freudian slip every Thursday and Sunday nights. Download the Q100 Michigan app and register to win $1,000 at Q100Michigan.com. Already have the app? You can still register at Q100Michigan.com. Go ahead, tap that app.
Welcome back to Northern Focus here on Q100, brought to us by Kirtland Community College. Jerry Coyne live on the telephone with Tom O'Hara, who is the Doppler 9 and 10 Chief Meteorologist. We just formed a new partnership. We're getting our weather directly from uh, your weather department each and every day. Tom, good morning. Good morning, Jerry. How you doing? Great. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for partnering with us. It's good to get professional weather from uh, from folks that know what they're doing instead of pulling it out of a website somewhere. I gotcha. We like to you know make sure people know what's going on because northern Michigan we have so much different types of weather in just an hour's drive. It's pretty incredible, and we might, we want to make sure everyone knows what's going on across northern Michigan. Yeah, no doubt. Like, what was it, a couple of days ago, uh, like six inches fell in Sheboygan, and, you know, and I live in uh, in Fife Lake, and we, we, you know, we had a dusting. So uh, things can <laughs> things can be different in your broadcast area. Oh, exactly. I mean, we had the straights, a couple of accidents up there. In fact, the car was flipped over there around the straights. Emmett County had like five, six inches, like I said, Sheboygan area. And then Five Flake had nothing. I had like a, a coating in my house. And then just the other day, had uh, Muskegon had on Halloween about a foot of snow. I mean, it's huge across the state, but we know locally the temperatures can be a huge range. The weather can be a huge range just from Traverse City to say Grayling. We know how lake-affected snow works. We've all been in it, and it can get very interesting very quick in just two-mile drive. Oh, no doubt about it. You know, Tom... It used to be people used to joke about you know weathermen. Hey, it's great to be right half the time and get paid like they do, but <laughs> but it seems to me, and I mean this one hundred percent, that your job, you, the meteorologists here at on nine and ten, are eerily right correct. Why? Why? Is, I mean, how does how has that improved so much? The technology. Technology is part of it, and also the fact that we we look at stuff so intently over every run and see how things have been changing. And just the other day, we're noting how a few of the miles were going a particular direction, and only one was going completely different. We're figuring out, okay, what's going on here? Why is it doing that? So it's knowledge of what the trends have been going, and just like northern Michigan trends themselves, because one day the models may say, hey, tons of snow, like, no, that's not typical for this for this situation, and we tend to go away from it, and it tends to go in that direction. So it's our base knowledge that yeah, technology is a big factor too, but the base knowledge of being here for so long and just keeping the knowledge within the team and knowing what's going to happen or predicting what's going to happen because of what we've had in the past. I used to have a, a, a friendship with the guy that ran the Gaylord uh, National Weather Center his son went to school with my son at St. Mary's and they used to make the prediction, you know, what before winter started, you know, what we could expect. Right. And they were usually pretty accurate. I have you, have they released what they think the weather will be like this winter yet? Has the national weather center done that? The, the base, I believe it has. The basic weather forecast is for, for Northern Michigan to be on the warmer side of things and on the drier side of things. It doesn't technically mean less snow, it just means a little warmer, so we could be in an average temperature of, say, 28 or 30. So it's still cold enough for snow, but how much snow will we get? And, I, you know, it's funny, I was just, just looking at a, an, an information article a few moments ago about that, and with the latest, some of the latest models are coming up saying, yeah, overall, it could be a, a dry winter, and overall, a milder winter, too, if not warm one. So it, it looks very interesting. Now, there's a possibility... 
I'd say it could go much colder and lake effect snow showers, things like that. But the, the odds of that happening are pretty slim right now. It looks to be in the mildest side. But here's the funny thing. Do you think this last month, October, was mild? Yeah, I do. Okay. Because I know a lot of people say, hey, it felt so cool and damp and all that. No. So it must have been a very below average month. But it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It ended up being above average. Yeah. It was like, wow. Even though we had a couple weeks of gray and damp conditions, it was cool. But... Overall averages warmed up, and the first part of October was so warm. Do you remember the 70s and 80s? Wow. Yeah. Tom O'Hara, thanks so much for joining us and partnering with us. Tom O'Hara from Doppler 9 and 10, our chief meteorologist, and providing our listeners weather each and every day on Q100. Thanks, Jerry. All right. That will do it for us here on Northern Focus. Joe Mama is up next. I'm running across the studio to start our Nor- uh, Friday face-off program on 101.1. WQON Grayling. Q100 Michigan. There's a touch of madness around here. Northern Michigan made and proud of it. A division of Blarney Stone Broadcasting. WQON Grayling, Q100 Michigan. This is absolute madness. A division of Blarney Stone Broadcasting. Michigan News Source. Brought to you this hour by the Michigan Chamber of Commerce. On the job every day, fighting for Michigan businesses and moving Michigan forward. For Michigan News Source, I'm Katie Hyde. The United Auto Workers National General Motors Council is meeting in Detroit today to vote on whether it will send its tentative agreement to its membership. GM and the union agreed to the deal Monday. The agreement includes a 25% wage increase over four years. New employees will see a 70% wage increase and the top wage will see a 33% increase. Same song, different verse. A special meeting in Flint to discuss a contract on waste services on Thursday was delayed due to infighting amongst council members. One Flint resident told WNEM the fighting has to stop. They need to come together or resign. They're hurting the residents. Another meeting has been scheduled for today at 530 at Brennan Senior Center. One of Michigan's most revered dates is November 15th. As hunters get ready for firearm deer season, Ron Rademacher reminds us about one of its traditions. He joins us from the back roads. Hey everybody, Ron Rademacher here out on the back roads. There are a few dates in Michigan that are as anticipated with more excitement than November 15th, the first day of firearms deer season. A long-time tradition observed on that day is the dedication of the buck pole. Hunters will gather in Mancelona, as they have for years, to dedicate the Mancelona buck pole before heading out to camp. Find out more at michiganbackroads.com. Thank you, Ron. And a reminder that this weekend is the annual fallback time change. And with that, local fire departments are reminding you to change the batteries in your smoke detectors. In addition, make sure you've installed carbon monoxide detectors in your home. Officials say one detector should be on every level of your home. Need more news throughout the day? Visit michigannewsource.com. I'm Katie Hyde. 
the Michigan Chamber of Commerce. We represent the bakers, auto repair shops, manufacturers, small business owners. Our job is to help businesses succeed by giving them a voice against restrictive regulations and overreaching government. Our commitment is to create and promote good public policy that will restore a strong, healthy economy. Our focus is being your champion for free enterprise. We are the Michigan Chamber, and we stand ready to fight for Michigan. To learn more about the Michigan Chamber and how to become a member, visit michamber.com. Peppers from Argentina, blueberries from Canada, and corn from Mexico. What are we doing? It's time to wake up, America, support our family farmers, and defend our nation against an invasion of foreign food. It's time you support Patriot Foods. Patriot Foods is an American-only produce brand supporting U.S. farms and donating a portion of every purchase to U.S. veterans. Join the movement to buy American and eat American. Go to PatriotFoods.com. Patriot Foods will even ship your order for free. PatriotFoods.com. PatriotFoods.com.
Welcome aboard the Q100 Magic Bus. Step on, strap in, and get down on Joe Mama's Rock and Roll Joyride. It's time to hand over the keys to your rock and roll soul. So if you've got a request, Joe Mama is waiting to hear from you. Now here's your Q100 designated rock and roll driver, Joe Mama. Oh, heck no, it's not. Not as bad as some of the hours of Q100. I'll tell you what, I've got the con right now, and we're ready to rock. This is going to be a nice, clean show with nothing but great music and fun chit-chat. When you get a hold of Joe Mama on the telephone line, 989-34-AQ100, and I promise not to leave the phone off the hook. You can also send me a text. On the Jimmy John's Freaky Fest, text line 231-237-4267. It's going to be a fabulous show. I promise you, better times. 